Our work at KEHI matters, not only to impact the lives of our retail partners and suppliers, but to make a difference in our families, our communities, and even the world. Hello, my name is Adrienne Binder, and I'm your host for Fruit of Your Labor, a KEHI podcast. We aspire to update you on what's happening at KEHI and inspire you with the amazing stories of how you are working to make lives better. Enjoy the episode. We've talked frequently on the podcast about Kehi Cares and the good work we do to support the communities around us. But today, we're focusing on the goodness inside Kehi. Eric Fields is our Senior Director over Wellness, and we'll be discussing his vision for employees' whole person health. We'll also hear stories from a couple other employees about their personal wellness changes. Eric, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thanks, Adrian. Good to be with you. Let's start off by sharing a little bit about yourself. Um, what's your wellness journey been like, and what makes you so passionate about health and wellness? Well, really, um, in my career, it kind of took a pivot. I entered the med tech space uh, back in my late 20s. Amazing job where I was able to train with some of the best doctors and surgeons uh, from around the world in the space of minimally invasive surgery. Over the next 10 years, I literally had the opportunity to witness thousands of these procedures and be right there with the doctors. And after the training, I then would go out and I would train other doctors. It was a a phenomenal experience. However, some of these patients were very, very sick. And I kind of made a vow at one point during my career to say, you know what? I love being in this space, but I vow I will never be one of their patients. And so I started this research journey of wellness and how to, how to get in front of these things and how to prevent some of these disease states and how to maintain a healthy lifestyle. And so that lifelong journey of, of research has really brought me to where I am today. Wow, that seems like an experience that has really kind of shaped how you've decided to live your life. Last year, you kicked off a campaign at Kehi called The Road to Wellness, advocating for ways for employees to support their own health. Can you summarize The Road to Wellness for us? Sure. Really, when we did our research into wellness, it kind of came down to four main pillars throughout the industry, movement, nutrition, stress, and sleep. So we basically started to dive into each of those and said, what can we provide? What resources that would be readily available and for the most part, no charge to our employee base. Really, from a movement perspective, we said, hey, you know what, for those that have a a desk job that are mostly sitting during the day, let's think about standing during our Zoom calls. Let's think about making a, a movement break that's regularly scheduled. There's something called Pomodoro right now that's kind of trending that says, I'm going to spend 25 minutes working intensely at my desk, and then I'm going to get up and I'm going to go walk around and stretch and move for about five minutes. I'm going to come back and do it all again. Wash, rinse, repeat. One of the um, resources that I personally use and have committed to is called iFit, which is a personal trainer online, vast library of resources. And so when I take those intermittent breaks throughout the day, uh, that's what I use. In the nutrition space, 
uh, we really said it comes down to a couple of really very simple changes to make in our, uh, our wellness. And one is just to hydrate throughout the day. Uh, the other one is to reduce your sugar intake, uh, whether that be sugary drinks or, or treats or whatever that would be, makes a tremendous difference in eliminating some of those disease states. There's someone online that you can look to named Autumn L E L L E. She's a young lady that's just phenomenal in that space. And she actually combines nutrition along with stress reduction. And so she does a great job. So the third pillar is stress. And the favorite uh, within the HR team is something we call the four box belly breathing technique. And uh, it's really simple. It's basically you count to four as you take a deep belly breath in through your nose. So that would be one, two, three, four, then you hold it for a count of four, and then you breathe out through the mouth for a cadence of one, two, three, four, and then you hold for the next four seconds. And then you repeat that about 10 times, and it kind of resets your body back to a steady state where the stress, the anxiety is kind of melted away, and, and that's been very effective for us. Dr. Caroline Leaf, who does a podcast, she's online, she's phenomenal, highly recommend her, uh, as well as kind of the up and coming in the space, Dr. Rob Gonzalez, who actually combines nutrition in that stress space as well. The last one is sleep, and we know that in our sleep, our bodies detoxify from the day, and so we want to have a deep, long sleep cycle, and the thing that the researchers show is that you really want a dark bedroom. You want to start about an hour before bed and start taking the lights down, completely eliminating all of the blue light from TVs and iPads, your phone and things like that, and really just trying to get into that deep sleep. Wow, that is a lot of great information and resources. Um, I will say that I have used the four box belly breathing by your recommendation before, and that is incredibly helpful. So I would encourage anyone to try that. But this is some other great resources that I, I know I'll check out in the future. Um, I liked what you were talking about with the Pomodoro method of, you know, working really hard and then taking those micro breaks to stretch and uh, give your mind a break. Each aspect of the road of wellness that you just mentioned, movement, nutrition, stress, and sleep, works together to support our overall health and prevent disease. Let's take a step back from our conversation and hear from Griselda Rodriguez, Senior Director of Total Rewards, as she shares her road to wellness. About 10 years ago, I started having a lot of digestive issues with time, they got worse and eventually they were so severe that they would take me to the hospital and I would have to get high doses of antibiotics just to get better. I got tired of doctors treating the symptoms with meds and not really ever knowing what triggered those episodes. I also gained a lot of weight because I didn't really know how to take care of my body. I worked with Eric for a while. He would always talk about his health journey and how functional medicine had really helped him. At this point, I was really willing to try anything just to get some relief. So I started doing research and looking into functional medicine. From my first appointment, I was impressed. The doctor really took time to hear my story and asked me a ton of questions about my condition and symptoms. I felt heard and acknowledged, and he worked on a path to get me back to health. My journey was really hard, but I had a big team of people to support me. Um, my doctor met with me 
on a monthly basis. And then I had a nutritionist that met with me on a weekly basis. My nutritionist focused on how to feed my body to heal it. She helped me figure out plans for, you know, when I was on vacation or it was any special holidays coming, how to plan my meals. At first, my goal was to make sure I had less digestive episodes so that I, I didn't have to be on meds or antibiotics all the time. But I did have a happy side effect. I also had um, lost a lot of weight, 40 pounds to be exact. And it's been three years since I started my journey. And I have not had a single episode that has resulted in hospitalization or any antibiotics. This is because I know how to eat so that my body feels healthy. And I learned what foods triggered any digestive issues and which ones kept me balanced. During this time, I really did feel supported by my Kehi family. I did receive a ton of encouragement. At home, I also felt supported. My family always complimented how healthy I looked and how happy I, I looked as well. Now that I know what it feels like to live life feeling good, eating food that nourishes my body and how to stay on track, I don't think I will ever go back. I love the new me. What an amazing and inspirational story that, you know, can give others hope uh, and encouragement for their journey. I just love Griselda's story. You know, it's such a great example of someone just refusing to give up. Another phrase we use at Kehi is whole person healthy. Eric, what does this mean? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, it's it's really about combining everything, the mind, the body, the spirit, they kind of all function together and they play off each other and build on each other. And so other than the four pillars that we talked about above, you know, the workplace has really become a place where people go for relationships to build friendships. At Kehi, we have a, a rare leadership uh, mantra where we try to see people over problems. And we really try to just focus on the relationship piece of that. And then when you think of the spiritual space, that means so many things to so many different people. But I think when you boil it down, it kind of is like that unique purpose and passion that you're built with. It's kind of in your DNA. Kehi, we do it by trying to serve others. And I think if you can find your purpose and your passion in that way, I just think that just really balances everything out and makes someone whole person healthy. How does whole person healthy fit into the road to wellness? You know, one thing, especially coming out of COVID is just kind of this mental health stigma, this self-care, taking care of yourself in, in ways that in the past may have been kind of taboo or secret or confidential. You don't want to tell anybody that you're struggling mentally with something. But at KE, I think we're doing a much better job at saying, you know what, what as a team, what are we struggling with? What are the challenges? How are things going at home? How about your kids with school and quarantine and all of these things? And, you know, when it when it gets a little bit too heavy and, and we need some relief, the best thing I've found in my life is to surround myself with counselors and coaches and, and people that are just great at listening and just walk in the storms with me. One resource that I use on a weekly basis is our marketplace care partners. I have about three or four of those folks that I've developed relationships with and that have really helped me in my marriage and how to be a great dad. And they've just been a phenomenal resource. I'm so thankful for their friendship. And again, the nice part about them is they don't just, you know, focus on one area of our wellness, but they're truly mind, body, spirit. They can flow and focus and speak to any of those spaces uh, no matter where we are. 
No, that's a really good point. You know, we've been in this pandemic for over 18 months now, and there's not a single person who hasn't been affected in one way or another. So it's great that we have all of these resources available, you know, especially the marketplace care partners, they're available to everyone in the company um, and definitely a great resource. So all of this sounds really great, but why should employees care about their personal wellness? You know, I read recently a phrase that says, what consumes my mind controls my life. And that just started me on this self-reflection of what are those inputs that I'm allowing into my life? Who are those that a personal board of directors that I allow to speak into me? But also what I put in, what I look at, you know, what the videos and the photos that come in through my eyes or what I'm listening to, are all those inputs life-giving or do they create mindsets that aren't real helpful. And I'm the one that can choose. And so I took a personal responsibility of looking through all of those things. I cut out a lot of social media and I just allowed people that were positive into my life through that channel. The body's similar. You know, I just read a study that said your skin actually is rebuilt every 27 days. And I started thinking about that. Well, Do I hydrate properly? What am I eating? Is it good carbs, good proteins, healthy fats? And so uh, that's just another way of thinking about if my body's being built, am I using excellent, high-quality construction materials? The other thing is, as you're thinking about those materials coming in, you know, your immune system is either rising or lowering based upon how am I implementing from those four pillars? And it's doing that on a daily basis. And we know that the immune system is really what is helping us through any type of season, you know, whether that's the normal cold and flu season or this year, we've got that plus COVID. Are my natural defenses that were designed to attack these things and keep me in good health, are they peaked? Are they ready to go to, to battle? And there's lots of research on how to keep your immune system smart, healthy, and strong. There's a couple here that have kind of bubbled to the top for me and my research uh, that I just want to mention real quickly. There's a podcast from Dr. Peter McCullough. And so he kind of builds his, his library around research studies. There's another website. It's called COVID19CriticalCare.com. Kind of a big word, uh, but they do a great job. Of, uh, of informing you. These are all doctors that are in the space all the time that have treated patients with COVID. So they have a really good experience set to speak from. Again, think about preventative, think about being a strong immune system, healthy, four pillars, and that will give us our best option to get through uh, this next season. So the name of our podcast is Fruit of Your Labor. How is supporting whole person wellness a fruit of our labor? Yeah, I go back to a phrase I heard that that says you can't give what you don't have. And so if you think about going through your journey to wellness, if you're simply surviving and there's, there's a lack of joy, you can do that for a point of time to get through a tough season. But for me, that's not a sustainable lifestyle that I want to stay in. Because in surviving, I'm always focused about myself, and I really don't have the energy or the mindset to go out and serve others. I just, I just can't, and that's okay for a season. But in order to serve others, to give, to have purpose and meaning and value and making a difference, you really have to be thriving. And thriving is when you are in that road to wellness. 
and your body feels good. It's got energy. You're not spending your time at the doctor's office and meds and surgeries and things like that. And so we want to do everything we possibly can to be on the preventative side. There's a phrase out there that says, if you don't take time out for self-care, your body will put you in time out. That's a really great point that if you don't take care of yourself, your body may eventually force you to. Not only does pursuing wellness benefit ourselves, but it can have a tremendous impact on the people around us. Let's listen to Vito Fiore, Kehi's Senior Director of Talent Acquisition, and hear his transformational story. So my wellness journey started approximately seven years ago. Unfortunately, I suffered a pretty, pretty traumatic situation where I actually had an aortic dissection. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar with what an aortic dissection is, it is basically an aneurysm in your heart where your heart rips. The survival rate for that is about 1%. I can t- honestly tell you that I've been given a second chance in life. So in the course of the last seven years, I've, I've struggled with gaining weight, losing weight, and what have you. And it wasn't until actually I came to Kehi that really got me to think more so in regards to really setting my fitness journey, my health journey. And a lot of it really had to do with, you know, getting in the right mindset and hearing some of the information that, you know, Eric shared in regards to, you know, eating healthy and and all those different pieces really motivated me to really focus in on this. And so I, I, first off, had to get myself in the right mindset. And once I did, you know, I shared that mindset with my family and said, look, you know, I have to take this seriously. I, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm on the right path and that I'm making the right choices. And I need my family's support in this. The most wonderful thing about this whole journey was that they joined with me. Uh, I come from a very large Italian family. Eating food is part of our way of life. It's, it's how we celebrate. And, uh, and so going to these meals and family gatherings with all of the food that I probably shouldn't have been eating we've changed our plan. We started eating healthier foods. We started eliminating carbs and sugars. I started putting exercise in my daily routine. It started with, you know, just walks, you know, and gradually moved into running, moved into lifting weights, and really, you know, started getting myself to a point where I felt healthy again. I now run approximately four miles a day, pretty consistently, five to six days a week. It's, it's really made a, a huge, tremendous change in my life. I've lost approximately 80 pounds since I started my journey. So as you can imagine, it takes a lot of dedication and a lot of hard work to get there. The one thing I will tell you is that, you know, once you start your journey is to make sure you have people around you to support you, to give you the energy, to give you the motivation to continue doing what you need to do to get there. It's totally, you know, your mind, spirit, and body. Um, that has to be in this all together. Wow. You know, Vito, what an incredible story he's got. I remember him coming into my office and us talking about this journey that he was beginning to take. You could just see the life, just a cart come back to his face and just the way he carried himself, almost like this giddy joy of, of finding his wellness yeah, what what a scary experience. I mean, that really has to affect a person and you really have to to think about things after something like that happens. So Eric, you've shared your insights as well as a number of great resources for us. What's one final wellness tip or takeaway that you'd like to leave with employees? You know, I've heard it said that 90% of disease states are reversible through change behavior. I've seen it with my own eyes. I'm a product of it. My friends are. 
So I just want to tell people there is great hope for no matter where you are right now. You know, wellness is inclusive of everyone. Everyone has the opportunity to do that. And I just want to encourage everyone to not do it alone. Do it with a buddy. Or if you have a coach or you have somebody that's cheering you on through that journey, uh, it's the best way to succeed. Eric, thanks so much for joining the podcast. At Kehi, we're on the road to wellness and focused on whole person health through movement, nutrition, stress, and sleep. As Eric mentioned, there are many, many helpful resources out there to help you along your journey. 